Good morning, good morning. Today is Sunday, September 13th. Welcome to our Sunday virtual service. My name is Sonia Russell. I am a licensed practitioner and founding member here at Heart and Soul, and it is my great pleasure to welcome you to our service this morning. I want to make sure that I let you know that our theme for 2020 is Adventures in Faith, Expect a Miracle. We are continuing to walk through our daily read, A Year of Miracles by Mary Ann Williamson. Today is day 257, and the affirmation is, aware of my weaknesses, I surrender them to God. We are so grateful to be taking a walk uh, through this read, family, so we invite you to be with us. We invite you to stay connected in all the ways that there are to stay connected, including Facebook, YouTube. We invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, and on various podcasts. We want to make sure that you remember that you can give um, in our community giving time at the end of service, but we invite you to give anytime um, by visiting our website or texting to give. You can also sign up to get information and be connected directly in your inbox. And so we invite you to sign up for our, our, our recap. And we want to make sure that you know that we are deeply steeped in our community affirmation. Thank you for everything. I have no complaint whatsoever. Our practitioners are continuing to lead the book study of A Year of Miracles on Mondays at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, you can register once and then you'll get a regular reminder about the session. Uh, the opportunity is to be in community and have some really some deep conversations around the possibility and the realization of miracles all around us. So we invite you into it to be with us on Mondays. And on Thursdays, we're letting you know that Tammy Hall is still live on Facebook at 6 p.m. Pacific time. We want to make sure that you are supporting her. Uh, so many musicians are in need of supports in this time, and, and she is a treasure. And so we want to make sure that we are supporting her. Make sure that you are there, that you're telling your friends, and that you tip generously. On Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, our Point of Power Rev's weekly vlog, The Pop premieres on Facebook, YouTube, and via our various podcasts, and we're invite you, inviting you into watching it specifically and to also sharing it and telling your friends about it. It is just a, a little snippet that will allow you to be more powerful in your week. The Essential Ernest Holmes class begins this week, family, and you do not want to miss out on this. The course is based on the Science of Mind's Declaration of Principles, also known as What We Believe. Um, er Ernest Holmes was a, was a deep dude, and you want to make sure that you get into really who he was and, and what he believed. Um, this entire philosophy is founded upon it, and so it is a great opportunity to dig deep into it. Um, the heartsoulcenter.org slash essential earnest is where you go to register. The class begins on September 17th. It's 10 weeks, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time. It, of course, will meet virtually. The Essential Ernest Holmes is the book that you um, need for this class. Their tuition is $295, and our instructor, instructor is our beloved Reverend Jack Elliott. I want to make sure that you know that the prerequisite for this class is a foundations level class. So that's either a foundations class or a spiritual principles and practices class. And if you feel that you uh, find yourself on the practitioner path, uh, you want to make sure that you get this class because this class uh, is required for that. So just make sure that you are um, participating because it is a great, great class. 
on Wednesday, y'all, Imagining Justice Returns. It is a season kickoff. Um, your hosts, Valerie Joy and David, will be talking about where we left off and where we're going. And then on Friday, they're doing a screening of All In, The Fight for Democracy, which is a film by Liz Garbus, which... Uh, prominently features Stacey Abrams, and we want to make sure that y'all are there. Um, a love offering will be collected, but make sure you are there. And just while we're here, mark your calendar for October 14th. The League of Women Voters will be having a session during IJ. So we want to make sure that you are dialed in because we are about having educated voters and voting responsibly. Path to Membership is happening on Saturday, September 26th. It is our virtual Path to Membership experience. It begins at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, and you want to be a member of Heart and Soul because membership has its privileges and we are a strong community focused on changing the world. And so you should get in on this. Uh, you can find more information about how to uh, register for Path to Membership by visiting our website, um, Become a Member. And I want to invite you into saving the date for the Urban Mindfulness Summit, Imagining Justice's, Imagining Justice's second annual. Uh, the theme this year is Rise Together Now. Um, we're excited to have confirmed already Ricky Byers live for Saturday afternoon. But Saturday the 24th and Sunday, October 25th, we're inviting you to save that date. Registration details are coming soon. Family following service by about 10 minutes. We offer group prayer. We also offer it on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time, and we invite you to get in on it because prayer absolutely changes everything. And so now I invite you into simply finding your breath, allowing yourself to be fully present. Our vision is who we endeavor to be on the planet, and so I invite you to join me in reciting it together. We are a loving and compassionate, world-class teaching and empowerment ministry. Through a consciousness of universal God presence, we release all resistance, separation, and fear. We claim our personal liberation and accept the eternal availability of joy, love, and abundance. Through our intention to be love and spread joy, we engender reflections of the same and more in others. Our ministry is a gift to the world, which expands through our practice and dedication. We welcome all people, and together we make a quantifiable positive difference on the planet. And so it is. Ah. <sighs> And so, family, I simply invite you to find your breath. <sighs> that breath which allows us to be here now. The breath that kept us while we slept and woke us this morning. <sighs> the same breath that circulates the entire planet. Regardless of the skies above, our breath is still rooting, grounding us, and available to us. It is the breath of God. And it is evidence of the love of the infinite. We are here. Present, perfect, available. Knowing the truth that God is all that there is 
All that there ever has been and all that there ever will be is God. I know this, I trust this. I rest, rule, and abide in this faith. That which kept us while we slept, that which brings the sea to the shore, that which rains, that which grows the grass, that which beats our hearts, all of it is God. Always present, always available, closer than our very breath. And so it is from this trusting that I, Sonia, speak my word on behalf of my beloved Heart and Soul Center of Light community, knowing that all of our heart's desires are being made manifest this day, that we are standing courageously and confidently in the goodness of the universe, that we know that regardless of the appearance of things, everything is working together for our good. Everything is working together for our good. Everything is working together for our good. And so we have the opportunity to accept this, to know this, to move through the world with this as our mantra, to greet everyone with open hearts and open minds, knowing that the goodness of the infinite is always present is always unfolding, is always available. Love is, and we are, and all is exceedingly well. And so I'm giving thanks. I'm giving thanks for the opportunity to stand, to know, to trust and believe. I'm giving thanks that everywhere people are moving through the world, being kinder, more compassionate, more open and willing to support their fellow human. I am grateful that the goodness of God is always being revealed to us, moment to moment and breath to breath. I am grateful for Heart and Soul Center of Light and all that it endeavors to be on the planet and the space that it has created for us to be our most powerful selves. I am grateful for every heart and every hand that supports this ministry, our sacred servants, our music ministry, our ministers, our practitioners, our board, our beloved Reverend Andriette, I am grateful because we are powerful, because we are here, because we are loving, because we know that we can be all that we need to be for this world to be one that works for everyone. And I am grateful for the opportunity to speak this word, to know this truth, and to be grateful this day. And so in perfect gratitude, I simply release this word into the law, knowing that it is done, accepting and expecting it as so now and forever. And so it is. Good morning, heart and soul. Oh, that was Takia Franklin and Tammy Hall with my new song. Ah, that's a song that Etika Luckett, my beloved Etika Luckett and I wrote together um, several years ago. And um, I'm always touched by it. This notion, it feels like for 
2020 in 2020, for such a time as this, this notion that I, that I am ready, that each and every, the, the call is, each and every one of us is ready to sing our new song. A new song, letting go of all of the old tunes, all the repetitions, but to sing something new, to specifically sing a new song that will right old wrongs. For such a time as this, my beloveds, note by note, I will sing my healing song. As Stacey Abrams said, we got work to do. And some of it is to rewrite our story, to rewrite our song, to... You, many of you already know, but it feels important in this moment that, that the song that Eric and I wrote was born out of my appreciation, if not obsession, with Dr. Howard Thurman's essay, I will sing a new song. And I just want to ex excerpt it for you. It's in his uh, book, Meditations of the Heart. And for whatever reason, it was just kind of blowing up in my mind and in my consciousness. And so when Etika and I had a scheduled songwriting session, you know, I brought this to it. And so Dr. Howard Thurman offers that in his essay, he says, it is a good song, talking about the one I've been singing, the one I've been playing, the one I've been entertaining in consciousness. It's a good song, measured to a rhythm to which I am bound by ties of habit. And what? Timidity of mind. Oh, I'm going to call you out for courage in a bit. But, but, but let's just see the, the price we pay. He says, the words belong to old experiences which once, spring, which once sprang fresh as water from a mountain crevice fed by melting snows. But my life has passed beyond. See, I'm no longer there. To other levels where the old song is meaningless. Quit singing it, y'all. I demand of the old song that it meet the need of the present urgencies. There's something going on right now. I need that old song to become present and meaningful. I demand of the old song that it meet the need of present urgencies. Also, I know that the work of the old song, perfect in its place, it's not for the new demand, though. I'm going to have to get a new song. Dr. Thurman goes on to say how I love the old familiarity of the old wearied melody. That's, that's talking to us about the comfort zone, the familiarity of what isn't working. How I shrink, he says, from the harsh discords of the new untried melodies and harmonies and notes that await my attention. Teach me my father, that I might learn with the abandonment and enthusiasm of the master teacher, Yeshua, that the world ultimately came to call Jesus, the fresh new accent, the untried melody, 
to meet the need of untried morrow. Thus, I may rejoice with each new day and delight my spirit in each fresh unfolding. I will sing, he ends the piece by saying, I will sing this day a new song unto thee, O God. So we begin by grounding ourselves in what's required of us. It's required. This is not our ancestors. <laughs> have gone through so much. I know we sit in present day, in present time with our current challenges, and we, we appropriately cry and inappropriately whine about them. We can get through this. We must. But it does require courage. The courage to change our thinking in order to change our consciousness, in order to change our lives. All of that requires us making a courageous choice. So there's a slide that we use during summer school that I wanted you to see just to remind you of the sequence of change that is required that we change our thinking in order to change our consciousness, in order to change our lives. This, this courageous choice I have taken really from, borrowed from Joel Goldsmith's The Government of Eden. And in The Government of Eden, he offers us that every four years, as the attention of the United States is focused upon the selection of the president and vice president of the United States, we are reminded of how important it is to realize that the government is on his shoulders, that there's something greater going on, that there's a part of this that is not ours to be concerned about, that our concern is to know the truth. And that knowing the truth plays a significant role in bringing to pass God's government on earth as it is in heaven. But you see, somebody has to know it. We cannot all just be in fear and not and act as if there's no consequence to it. So this notion of being in fear, I'm just adjusting my mic here, y'all. This notion of, of giving way to fear so that your conversation becomes a conversation of fear and doubt has consequences. Because our word, our ideas, our consciousness has power. And we are forever planting seeds in the fertile soil of our consciousness. So today, my intention is that, is that we adjust it, is that we focus on what, 
what are the seeds that we can plant? What are some of the ideas that are worthy of entertaining in, for such a time as this? It's not everything. Everything's not going to work. We must set ourselves up for the courageous choice. Joel Goldsmith goes on to say that an election is an opportunity for citizens to exercise the franchise and vote for the candidate of their choice, to vote intelligently and fulfill your responsibility as a citizen. Every voter should be thoroughly familiar with the issues and know how each candidate stands on these issues, not only in terms of what the candidate says, but in terms of the candidate's record. Oh, for such a time as this, the courage to make the choice to do the work. Let me just say that imagining justice, heart and soul's ministry circle that is focused on imagining justice. Let's just say that, that, that that's the calling right there. That's where the bar is to imagine justice in such a way with such consistency that we call it forth in the world. You see, it must first, it is done unto us as we believe. So we must first begin to get a picture in mind of justice because too often what we, I remember in those early days, so sometimes when you stop to think of, okay, so what would justice be? Some of us are dumbfound to come up with what would justice be? It's a word that we use, we bandy it about a plenty, but it's our responsibility to begin to imagine Come on, with the mind of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., with the mind of, of, of even a Malcolm X, for that matter, for, with the mind of, of so many of our ancestors, to engage a clear picture in our imagination of what is justice. What is it that we're calling forth? What is it that we're asking for? What are we marching for? No justice, no peace. All right, talk to me about that. What's that going to look like? Who's going to be there? How is it going to work? Because I'm in, but let's get clear about what it is. It requires the courage of choice, a consciousness that supports this. So we, we imagining justice has, is, first of all, has a special showing on this Friday of All In. So this is to support us in understanding what is going on. You see, we, we can't get ready for a thing if we don't know what the thing is. So this is to help us to understand how the election system is, is operating of late. And then the League of Women Voters is going to be with us in October. Of course, all of this is virtual, but pay attention to the dates and go to our website so that you can be informed and you can get in where you fit in and have the benefit of all that we're offering because just as Joel Goldsmith says, we must understand the issues and the candidates' records as well. It's the responsibility of an informed citizenry, and we must be informed. 
all of us would fall into this category, all of us. Ernest Holmes reminds us that trained thought is more powerful than untrained thought. And this is why I'm talking to you about being informed, training yourself. So in the voting, at your voting poll or at your kitchen table, because I know a lot of us are going to be mailing it in, dropping it off and such. Yes. So at our kitchen tables, at the dining room table, at the desk, on our laps, trained thought, a clear awareness of what time is it on my planet? What am I to do? How am I to be as an informed voter? Ernest Holmes goes on to say, new arts, new sciences, new philosophies, better government and a higher civilization wait on our thought. This is why it's essential that we train our thoughts so that we're aware and we're vibrating at a frequency of a new song. <laughs> Come on now, you're not gonna call in a new song while you play the old melody. So often we have, you know, kind of tweaked our personal lyrics, you know, for your personal playlist where you, you, you tweak it so it fits, but in a moment of crisis, you find yourself singing the old lyrics, don't you? And it's because that's what you have really taken in. That's what I'm talking about. It's training your thoughts so that this is how I often say it to me. I say, if they awakened you out of a deep sleep, what would you say in answer to the question? See, right now with the lights on me and on mic, I'm prepared. I got an answer. Awaken me out of a deep sleep. Do I believe that there is order in the universe? See, that's why we're training our thoughts so that we live in alignment with the highest possibility always and in always. Ernest Holmes says the infinite energy of life and the possibility of our future evolution work through our imagination and will. That's why we are imagining justice. Because all of it, that's how it gets to be. If you haven't imagined an outcome, what's the highest possibility in November? If you haven't imagined, if you are whining and carrying on about how it's been and ain't it awful, and that's all that you are entertaining, you are training your mind. And see, he, the, the quote is not a properly enlightened trained mind is more powerful than an untrained mind. It's simply a trained mind. If you train your mind to whine and respond to the worst case scenario and all you ever see is, oh, ain't it awful. So six months we've been in some version of shelter in place. If you are still whining about that, I need you to train your thought to be on something else about that. I, look, this is not me saying it's easy and I'm not saying get over it, but I kind of am. <laughs> because it is our way of life. 
It's our way of life. I don't know when the time or if the time will come when we won't have on masks. I don't mean by, by legal or local guidance or official mandate. I mean by us claiming health and realizing that the air quality, even when the fires are out and it looks clear, that we are living in a different day. I don't know that our children and their children will even know such a thing as standing room only. See, I don't know that that's ever going to be a thing again. We know all about it. Like tickets are sold out, but can I just stand in the back? I don't think nobody's going to be having that as a thought going forward. If it's that crowded, you're like, I'll catch you next time. So we are up for huge change. But we must begin to imagine the change that we intend. Do not talk to me about the non-viability of your vote. No understand how the system works. And it really is a system. It's not a system I'm proud of, but it is a system. So if we're going to play it, and we must, we must understand how it's working. And not go in naively, acting like it works a different way than it does, or believing that there's such a complexity to how it works that you can't even play. I need you to be in the game and understanding how the game works and playing full out. Yes? Ernest Holmes says to us, the time is ready, the place is where we are now, and it is done unto all as they really, I'm wanting to underline it, see me underline it in my mind right here, really, as they really believe, and then add some action to that. Not just have that be a mental process, but there's some action. I know you believe that because I see you out there. I see you on the phone bank. I mean, I know I can't really see you at your house on the phone bank, but I see you in consciousness responding to the phone bank invitation. I see you doing your part because you know you have a part. And you understand all parts are not the same. There are some people that you're not going to be able to keep them from getting on the front line. And there's some people you're not going to be able to get out on the front line. But in between those two positions, there's a lot to be done, and it can all be done by someone, by some of us. It will mean what? That we don't have to be ready for 2020 in 2020. We're going to have to bring it. We're going to have to come with it. Yes. And you understand what that is. It's seeing clearly what is, not how I wish it was. How is it? So I understand what I must imagine. So we're not dealing in denial, and we are simultaneously claiming a new song, a new outcome. A new way of being. Look at here. Joel Goldsmith, in his, it's entitled An Invitation. It's part of the prologue, if you will, to his book, The Government of Eden. He says, only the very courageous can embark on the spiritual journey 
and only those of great strength and vision can hope to continue on this path. And then he quotes the master teacher Yeshua that the world ultimately came to call Jesus as it is mentioned in Matthew 7 and 14, the way is straight and narrow and few there be that enter. We have an under, we are, whether you're familiar with that scripture or not, and I didn't come to teach from that today, but I do want to just drop it here and say that this is not an easy path. The disciples are said to have said to the master teacher, master, this, this is a hard teacher. So I ain't mad at you if y'all are saying, Rev, come on now. This is a hard teaching right now because you're calling me into what I'm afraid of. You're requiring that I look at me and what's kept me from my highest and best. You're requiring that I listen to the old songs I've been singing and consciously and intentionally choose to rewrite them and sing a new song, one that is worthy of the time, of my current consciousness and what's required of me. We're singing forward. We're not even singing the song of the now. We're singing the song of our intention. That's what we're calling forth. So I get that this can be a hard teaching and that the way is narrow and everybody cannot get in at the same time, but I have a belief, given what we teach and endeavor to practice, that we can all walk the narrow way. But we're going to have to have the courage to let something go and to be all right with it being difficult. You know, I started training myself a while ago, several years ago, and the way I, I articulated it is that I'm not willing to live by my taste buds because I realized that there was that that I wasn't choosing, and I don't mean just at the level truly of my tongue and, I mean, metaphorically my taste buds. Just because I don't like it don't mean it can't happen because I realized I could not run an organization the organization I want to be a part of. Now, I could run an organization by my taste buds, but I wouldn't even want to belong there. So because I have a high vision for heart and soul, I know it can't just be my idea and the ideas that I like the most, the music I like the most, the individuals I like the most. I realize that this has got to be bigger than me or it ain't worth being here. So that's what I mean in living past my taste buds, reading what is not my favorite passages, working with that that isn't comfortable, growing my skills in ways that, that are difficult and embarrassing sometimes, doing what I don't do well because it must be done. So this notion of 2020 and 2020 means we need to, we, we're going to be required to see and be willing to truly see, not just glance at it, not just focus your eyes on it, but be willing to see. And you know, I'm not really talking ocular. I'm really talking about knowing. It's about coming into a full knowing and awareness this year. And we've been helped. Can I just say? how blessed we have been to have those in service to us to show us the underbelly. I mean, just straight up, we suspected that the underbelly was nasty and that it, that it had some real, some crud and some mess to it. We just all gossiped about it. 
But now we're in a situation where the veil has just been snatched off. And we're like, oh, oh, it's worse than I even knew. But now you know, 2020 in 2020. It's a call to awareness. So Joel Goldsmith says we cannot adopt new ideas while still clinging to worn out beliefs. And I'm going to add our songs of the past, he says, we must be willing to relinquish our old concepts. This is where the courage comes in and the daring. Every year will be the result of what we make of it. 2020 in 2020. Every year will be the result of what we make of it. The result of something that we put into operation this minute. We will not do to wait until midnight. It will not do to wait until tomorrow. The kind of year that we are to experience must be started now. In this moment, by an act of decision, and each one must make that decision for him and herself, he says. 2020 in 2020. Ernest Holmes in my meditation, this was not in there originally, uh, in my meditation this morning, I got so clearly, all I was given was the one line that says to desert the truth in the hour of need is to prove that we do not know the truth. So this is to remind us that for all of our, ooh, I'm just giving up, or ooh, it's just too awful, ooh, it ain't gonna make no difference, ooh, who am I to make the change? I need you to know, to desert the truth in the hour of need is certain proof that you never knew the truth. For all of your pontificating, for all of your standing and knowing the highest and best, knowing the divine and the presence of the divine, and and for all of the times that you said it's all God, God is all there is, 24-7-365, and all of the other machinations that we've been up to, to desert the truth, In this hour of need is certain proof that you never knew it. You're just saying stuff. When things look worse, that's the supreme moment to demonstrate to ourselves that there are absolutely no obstructions to the operation of truth. If you know the truth and you know you know the truth, then you trust that. And no matter how rough it gets, you just go find you somebody else who knows the truth. And y'all know the law. We're two or more gathered. Come on. We're two or more. They say, I know the truth, but all those people over there saying something else, who'll know the truth with me? All I need is one. You see what I'm saying? The power of one activated whereby where two are gathered, engaging that power of knowing. Yeah, that's it right there. I feel like now I came today kind of like loaded for bear. (laughs) And I'm not calling y'all bears, but we we got to get, I didn't realize I had, I brought so much to share with you. Uh, in fact, I'm not even going to, sh- I'm going to save this for, um, okay, Joel Goldsmith. He says, 
God does not set us free. It is the consciousness of God in us that makes us free. That's a word for today. That God is not, we, we're not praying for God to set us free. Because it is the consciousness when we come into the awareness, when we're willing to know the truth, it is that consciousness that makes us free. See, it's different for me because y'all not here. I mean, I know y'all are out there, but you see, if we were here in the same room, I might have to take a walk around the, the, the pulpit. Just with the energy of our awareness of this distinction, this fine distinction that God's not setting us free. Why? Because we don't need to be set free. Come on, Mother Harriet, remind us that when we come into the consciousness of freedom, and we realize that we are that, we're made free. Joel Goldsmith says, because that's true, he says, carry the consciousness of the divine, of God, the living one, the strong one with you. Above all, carry it into your polling place. Have it with you at the kitchen table as you're doing your, your little uh, ballot, as you're filling it out at the, in the car. I mean, I don't really care where you do it. Just get it done with a consciousness of the highest and best for all concerned. He says, above all, you got to bring this consciousness of the divine with you. He says, or you may not find the right person elected. And then he quotes Isaiah 2 and 22, because man whose breath is in his nostrils, and Isaiah two, uh, 22, excuse me, 2 and 22, <clears throat> talks to us about not being beholden, not being beholden to, to other humans, but to be beholden to the divine, to go beyond that, to not be at the effect of the pontificators, those in power. Are you following? It's instead, it's instead relying on the divine, doing the work, doing the meditation, doing the prayer. That's carrying the consciousness of God. And he's saying that when we rely on the word of, of other humans, if you will, he said we have a great habit of selecting the wrong people, making the wrong choices. He says, but the presence of the divine makes no mistake. I know right now some of us are giving testimony like, yeah, Lord, I know. When you follow your intuition, when, you, when, you're, when I say intuition, I don't see, here's the thing. Sometimes, often we say to each other, I just have a feeling like in my gut. Sometimes that's just indigestion. You, you, see, I'm, I need to, I, I got to say that to you. If you're not doing your spiritual practice, where's your little guidance coming from? So I know you have a feeling in your gut and a little something, you got a little sign here, but all of that could be based on your poor eating habits, the absence of any physical activity, the television programs you watch, 
the little novels you're reading. You, you know what I'm saying? If you're not doing anything that expands your consciousness, if you're not imagining good and justice and peace, you think you're going to get insights around good and justice and peace while you read about mess, while you focus on drama? I'm just saying it's not likely. And you shouldn't, you have no right to expect it to be that way. Because some of the basic guidelines that we learned growing up is it's about what you put in. Somebody told me long time ago on the block, don't bring none, won't be none. And I think that that's true about consciousness as well. That when we bring a high consciousness to it, we get to experience that in the environment. You know, I've talked to you before, just the, the metaphor of the family reunion or the neighborhood picnic that, you know, I know a lot of y'all want to know, you get there, you like, who's bringing the potato salad though? Because what, what are you saying? I don't eat everybody's potato salad. I know. If you want there to be good potato salad there, you better bring it. If you want the coleslaw to have the raisins and the carrots and not the cabbage, you better bring it. And likewise, if you want peace, you better bring it. Don't go there looking for peace. And you're going to break off a piece of somebody else's. Mm -mm. You bring the peace. You bring the forgiveness. You bring the love. You bring the understanding. You bring the acceptance. You lead the charge. This is why he's saying it's a courageous choice. You don't need courage if you just go try to break off a piece of somebody else's. The courage is that you bring it, knowing that there may not be any there. You may be the only one committed to peace. You may be the only one with an intention of forgiveness. You may be the only one with a song of love. It's going to take courage to sing it in the midst of the drama, and they ain't it awful. Here's what I need you to know, is I know I'm challenging you. I came to do that. That's what they pay me to do. It's in my job description if I don't challenge the people. So I'm just doing my work here, <laughs> not my fault. But we set up, heart and soul is set up in a way that for everything we're offering, suggesting you do, the ways in which we're encouraging that we all change and live in the world so that the world is a different world and experience. We are prepared and we have in place those things that will support you in changing. On Wednesday nights, beginning this Wednesday, imagining justice. They, 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 they have their kickoff. Valerie Joy and David Walker are the, the, the co-hosts, the co-leads for that. And so they are, they are kicking off the new, it's, it's on the academic semester system, you know, because we stopped for our summer school. And so they start again for the very first time since May on Wednesday night. On Friday, here's what's different. And I want to highlight it for you. On Friday is the community film screening of All In, the fight for democracy. I want you to see it because it's important that we know 
how it is. See, you, you won't be able to imagine. I don't think. You won't be able to imagine how the game has changed. This is not, this is not your, this is not your grandmother's, this is, or I should say this is not your mother's voting experience. Your grandmother's voting experience was very similar to this. Very likely, at least mine was. My grandmother's experience would have been very similar to this. That is to say systems in place to ensure that she not vote or make it so difficult or so threatening that she'd be likely to just choose to not do it. So I need you to know so that you'll be set for that. Here's the thing. When we know, we can get prepared for the thing. We, we know what our prayer is. We know what our work is. We know what our calling is. So I'm encouraging you. I'm asking you. I am insisting that you tune in on Friday at 6 p.m. to uh, where are they going to get this? this would, would they just go online at heartsoulcenter.org slash imaginingjustice. So if you go there on Friday evening, be there before 6. Don't drag in at 6.01. Get there before 6 so that you can be a part of the entire experience, all in the fight for democracy, so that you'll know what we're working with, yes? And then put on your calendar October 14th, Wednesday, October 14th, because the League of Women Voters will be hosting a voter information session. And you want to make sure that you get the information straight up. This is not about, in no way, is it, um, is it campaign material? Is it, um, what's the word I want? Y'all help me. Because it just, it's just giving you the straight information about what's on the ballot. It's bipartisan. Thank you very much. So it's not partisan is what I wanted to say. It is bipartisan. So it's giving you simply just the facts giving you the information that you need, yes? Deepak Chopra, I'm on my way out, y'all. Every time you're tempted to react in the same old way, and sometimes the same old way is, I don't, I'm gonna be all right, I don't need to see that film, Rev. I'll be all right, I don't need to hear from the League of Women Voters, I'm just gonna go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. So every time you're tempted to react in the same old way, being ill-informed, just going it along, go make it up on the fly, ask if you want to be a prisoner of the past or a pioneer of the future. How you gonna play this? You gonna create something new? You gonna blaze a way through? You're going to do it in a way that makes a difference? Oh, same old, same old. It was good enough. He says the past is closed and limited. The future is open and free. That's that pioneer spirit, that there's something more. <laughs> Our sister Stacey Abrams just bottom lines it for us. She says, vote like your life depends on it. Why? because it does. It's that serious. There are folks now, unfortunately, there are millions in the chorus who recognize the 
current situations and circumstances that know that it's because they did not vote or because they voted ill-informed. I'm talking up and down the ballot for local issues, ill-informed, you now are complaining about resources that aren't in place. And I know, and let me, Stacey Abrams is also um, campaigning for the 2020 census. And I know that there are people who have an opinion that they not plan. I just want you to know that many resources are based on those local numbers. And so you will later complain over the next generation for what is not in place. And some of that can be laid at the doorstep of those who did not participate in the census so that their count was off and their community was not included in the way. Bottom line. The bottom line is Brannis McKenzie wrote a song, Transformation. Within it, here, I just need you to know it's time right now. Right now is time for transformation. Part of the lyric that Brannis McKenzie wrote is, if ever a change is going to come. And know that it is. A change is going to come. The question is whether it's the change that you could have been a part of, that you could have invested in. If ever a change is going to come, it starts with me. Say that with me. Say that with me so that you get it. Because it's not just this change we're talking about, this transformation in your life. It doesn't start with Reverend Andriette. So let's say that together. If ever a change is going to come, it starts with me. Here it goes. Thank you, Brannis McKenzie. Indeed, thank you to Kia Franklin and Tammy Lynn Hall for today's amazing musical inspiration. Good morning, family. And you know, as we strive to help create a world that works for everyone, we are all writing a new song. Note by note, your gracious gifts compose the heart and soul melody. And as we give, we are transformed. There are many ways in which you can graciously give your gift to Heart and Soul Center of Light. I ask that you take note of our new secure mailing address. If you want to mail a check to Heart and Soul Center of Light, mail it to 5627 Telegraph Avenue, number 405, Oakland, California, 94609. You can also give online on our website at heartsoulcenter.org slash give. And last but not least, you can text your gift any time of the night or day by texting the word give to 510-558-49. And however you choose to give is right and perfect, but it is also important that we maintain the right consciousness around our giving, giving with a sense of gratitude and blessing, blessing our gift before it is even given, thereby establishing the good it will do in the world. And so at Heart and Soul, we have this tradition of blessing our good, and I invite us to say it together. 
I bless this gift as healing energy and send it into the divine flow of all good. Infinite prosperity circulates through me, through my church, and throughout the world because I know God as source, and so it is. What a blessing today has been. I'm going to remind you that tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time, our practitioners are diving into a year of miracles. Sign up at heartsoulcenter.org slash RSCP year of miracles and get notification on a regular basis uh, that we're having the sessions. But make sure that you are availing yourselves to them on Thursdays. Tammy Hall is on Facebook Live at 6 p.m. Pacific Time. Make sure that you join her and that you tip generously. And on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, Facebook, YouTube, and via podcast, Reverend Andriette's weekly vlog, Point of Power, is happening. We're asking you to watch it, like it, and share it. The Essential Ernest Holmes class begins this Thursday, family. We're super excited about it. This class is... Um, based on the Science of Mind's Declaration of Principles, also known as What We Believe, is being taught by our beloved Reverend Jack Elliott. The prerequisite for this class is the foundations level course, either foundations or spiritual principles and practices. And this class is required for those on the practitioner path. So the class starts on Saturday. It is on Saturday, bless my heart. The class starts on Thursday, September 17th. It is 10 weeks. It begins at six o'clock p.m. Pacific time. The book, Required for the class is the Essential Ernest Homes, and tuition is $295. Visit our website, heartsoulcenter.org slash essential earnest to register. Make sure that you are joining Imagining Justice for the season kickoff on this Wednesday, the 16th, talking about where we left off and where we're going with co-hosts Valerie Joy and David. And then on Friday is the community film screening of All In, The Fight for Democracy. That's Friday at 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. Uh, there's no need to advance register. Just show up. There will be the movie screening. And then make sure that you are paying attention because Imagining Justice has lots of things that are going to go on to support you in being an educated voter and allowing you to vote responsibly. Um, we want to make sure that you know that our virtual Path to Membership experience is happening on Saturday, September 26th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. The 9 to 3.30 p.m. must be attended. The entire session must be attended in order to become a member. And to sign up, you can visit our website, Become a Member. Imagining Justice wants to remind you to save the date, October 24th and October 25th, for our second annual Urban Mindfulness Summit. We have already confirmed the fabulous Ricky Byers for our Saturday afternoon program, but stay tuned for more information about how you can register. Marcus Bookstores is still in the throes of their 60th anniversary fundraiser, so make sure that you're supporting them by visiting GoFundMe. And Kingston 11 still has their Jamaican cuisine for takeout. Kingston11eats.com is where you can sign up, where you can get the menu um, and uh, place any orders. And we want to let you know that on Sundays at 11:30, our teens meet via the Pulse. 
Um, you can send email to the pulse at heartsoulcenter.org to find out how to be a part. And our youth and family village is still engaged in some asynchronous learning. There are videos being uploaded at heartsoulcenter.org slash watchyfv. They're looking for parents' feedback and kid feedback. So make sure that you're reaching out and that you're keeping an eye out for communication coming from our leadership. If you have any questions or want to get more involved, please send an email to yfv at heartsoulcenter.org. And family, following service today by about 10 minutes, we invite you to engage in group prayer because prayer changes everything. And Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time, we invite you in uh, to join us as well. And it is my great pleasure to invite back Reverend Andriette. Thank you, Sonia. Would you please uh, put the slide back up for them, the image again for Imagining Justice for their schedule for this season? I wanted to do that because it's so important that you participate this season. We have different outcomes in mind uh, in the collective community, and the outcomes can be different, but the process is the same. To change our own thinking and to move in the direction of the intended outcome. So I'm going to ask that you pay particular attention to the line at the top, just below the orange, where it says, join us online at heartsoulcenter.org slash imagining justice. That's where you'll go to join the sessions as well as to see the film. Make sure you do that, please. It's important. And mark your calendar, as I suggested earlier, for October 14th, which is a Wednesday, League of Women Voters info session. Very, very important. Thank you so much. Here's the beauty of this. Typically, when we have done pre-shelter-in-place, whatever we did for Imagining Justice, folks had to be local. So they had to rush from work or whatever, wherever they were. Now it's a different thing. You can be wherever you are. For example, many of, some of you are joining us from Atlanta, from Tucson, from Costa Rica, from Boston, from Aurora, Colorado, from Las Vegas, Nevada, from uh, Jackson, Mississippi, from Jersey City, New Jersey, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, New York, New York, London, England, Maui, uh, Seattle, Washington. The point is that if you were located in these places, in these locales before, you would not have been able to take part in what we were doing on Wednesday night. Now you can get right on in on it. So I suggest that you do. Thank you for being with us on Sunday. I pray that we see you next Sunday as well. And for to ground my closing prayer. And I just want to remind you that we have a closing video that I think just ties a bow on all we've been up to, mainly for the song and the lyrics. So stay with me to the very end um, for the prayer and then the video. I'm drawing from Marian Williamson's <coughs> A Year of Miracles. And it's day, it's for tomorrow. And I know that the practitioners are going to doing their book study. If you tune in tomorrow, they are going to be working with this particular uh, day, day 258, which is for tomorrow. I increase my faith in miracles today. Come on with that.
to be willing to do that work. I'm just going to use Marianne Williamson's affirmation prayer at the very end of that to include in my prayer. So just right where we are right now. Be willing to know with me that there is one. One love, one joy, one peace, one living one, one strong one, one divine all in all, one life. And each and every one of us is living this life. I am living the life of the divine in my own way, to the best of my ability. But here's the thing, the life of the divine is living me always and in all ways. This is true for all of us, that each and every one of us is breathing the breath of the divine. Oh, but the best news of all is that the breath of the divine is breathing each and every one of us, that there is only one, and we are in this together, right where we are, the whole perfect and complete nature of